For a brief moment, while waiting for the control tower to clear me for takeoff, I glanced out through the Perspex cockpit canopy at the surrounding German countryside. It lay white and crisp beneath the crackling December moon. Behind me lay the boundary fence of the Royal Air Force Base, and beyond the fence, as I had seen while swinging my little fighter into line with the takeoff runway, the sheet of snow covering the flat farmland stretched away to the line of the pine trees. Two miles distant in the night, yet so clear I could almost see the shapes of the trees themselves. Ahead of me, as I waited for the voice of the controller to come through the headphones, was the runway itself, a slick black ribbon of tarmac, flanked by twin rows of bright burning lights, illuminating the solid path cut earlier by the snowplows. Behind the lights were the humped banks of the morning snow, frozen hard once again where the snowplow blades had pushed them. Far away to my right, the airfield tower stood up like a single glowing candle amid the brilliant hangars where the muffled aircraftmen were even now closing down the station for the night. Inside the control tower, I knew all was warmth and merriment. The staff, waiting only for my departure to close down also, jump into the waiting cars and head back to the parties in the mess. Within minutes of my going, the lights would die out, leaving only the huddled hangars, seeming hunched against the bitter night, the shrouded fighter planes, the sleeping fuel bowser trucks, and above them all, the single flickering station light, brilliant red above the black and white airfield, beating out in Morse code the name of the station. C-E-L-L-E, to an unheeding sky. For tonight, there would be no wandering aviators to look down and check their bearings. Tonight was Christmas Eve, in the year of grace, 1957, and I was a young pilot trying to get home to Blighty for his Christmas leave.